Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to The Drew Barrymore Show ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Where would you like us? Um, right here and here. here. I'm moving this so you guys have a line on your face. Okay, so here we go. Ready? And... Hi, everyone. It's time for the Drew's News podcast, where we're serving up a little pop culture, some happy news, a dash of inspiration, and an all-around good time. I love a good time. Today, we're covering everything from signs you're dating a man-child, oh, I love this story so much, (laughs) to a Hollywood engagement 41 years in the making. And we're doing it with not one special guest, but two. Rhea and Fran are here, who are better known as Chicks in the Office. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having us. Are you kidding? I'm just lucky enough I got to do your podcast. I'm so excited. We're crossing over, mm-hmm. you know, two Crossover Chicks in of the Office dreams. and yes. Drew Barrymore <laughs> we show. Were shocked it feels weird you... to say my name, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like we were shocked that you were having us on here. In this realm, we like to get into some news stories. Will you hit the headlines with news. us? Yes. We love I talking love about news. the news. Love talking about the news. Gail King said there'll never not be news. Yep, that is true. And I just thought, Gail, you are so we right. entered. We entered the good space. I know. The show thank doesn't God. have to end. Thank God. We can do our show forever. All I do is like scroll for news and stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the first story is a love story 41 years in the making. So get this. Blair Underwood, the actor, just announced his engagement to Josie Hart. They have been friends for 41 years, and it turned out romantic recently. Wow. Friends for that long, 41 years, then lovers, and now engaged. Yeah. Thoughts? I love this because it reminds me of the deals that I think I definitely made with my closest guy friends. <gasps> you did? You know, like, like when, you're, when, you're, yes. when you're 18 always, and you're yeah. like, you're like, oh, you're down and out. Uh, maybe somebody just dumped you and you're like, oh, God, I'm single. And I, this, you feel hopeless. You're like 18. You feel mm-hmm. hopeless. It's the silliest thing ever. But in the long run, you you make that deal with your guy friend where you're like, oh, in in 30 years, in 40 years, if we're both single or, or if we're both divorced or one of whatever the scenario is, if we're both single at that time, we're going to get together. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of what this is. I remember making those deals when I was like 15 or 16 and being like, if I'm not married by 25, because you always thought. And you always like, picked up like you so always thought, You always thought that yes, 25, 25 was, was so like old. the year that you were supposed yes. to get married. Yeah. 
And, and you always said it to the guy that was your friend who you also kind of like. Right, like you were really good friends. <laughs> yeah, you were like, like, I'd like mm, to end up yeah, with you. Like, this, like, I don't want to be with you now, but I could see it in the... And then you get to 25 and you're like, wait, no. I'm uh, like, I'm young. Yeah, I'm not like, ready. We're not no. getting married yet. I no. think I... Unfortunately, any guy I was really good friends with, it always led to a fling, and then the fling ruined the friendship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's my track record. I don't know <laughs> if men and women can be friends. I was totally guilty of either initiating it or just going with it mm -hmm. yeah. or, you know, falling into that pattern. There was one time I had a friend that I was very good friends with, and he initiated it. And I thought, oh, well, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Like, we could have it all. And then he got weird. And yeah. I was so mad at him for ruining our friendship mm -hmm. because our friendship was so much more meaningful than, you know, a stupid fling. I just yeah. thought, oh. And you hadn't even thought about it until he brought it of up. Of course. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. And, of course, then I was also, like, a bit heartbroken. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, no. Like, now I really like him because right. – we have as soon such as they don't want you. A strong, well, we just had such a strong foundation. Yeah. I thought, yeah, why not right. just yeah. add water and like grow the yeah. miracle garden? This is perfect. Yeah. Of course, he's smarter than I am. I didn't see this coming. And then when he pulled away, when I went towards him, I just thought, this is heartbreaking. Yeah. Mm. Well, it is the classic question, which you just said. I was you very thought, young, but I was so bad. Can you have a friend, male friends uh, this that is the, you're when just Harry not, met Sally, yeah, that and there's no romantic connection Blair ever? Underwood and Josie Hart, where I guess I, I'm desperate to talk to him. I want to be like, where were you 41 years ago? Did you guys right. ever make a pact? Mm -hmm. I know he was married yes. for like 30 years. Yes. Um, so... Were they friends with like subconscious seeds? Right. Of right. There's a lot of romantic books that have yeah. a lot of stories like this. Yeah. I feel like I just or it's read like one you never thought like about that. it before, but then something sparked it, or you changed. And again, maybe in a behavior way, like that person acts like who you've become. So you start to see them in a different light, thinking about a life with them yeah. rather than just a friendship. I mean, I I'm desperate to hear. <laughs> The details because it is a beautiful rom com yeah. story. It was just like an Instagram caption, throwing it out there. Oh, by the way, I did this red carpet with who's now my beautiful fiance, my friend of forty one years. <laughs> but then you, because you want to know, like, if you asked him, he'd probably have nothing but nice things to say about her now, right? But then throughout all these years, wouldn't his ex had to have been some ups be and downs. like? In 41 Hey, years. were you thinking about this person? Or, you know, there's a lot of questions. Was she the one that his wife was always worried about? about? <laughs> Which could be a no. Like, it could yeah. be like, no, it just kind of just happened. But then it could be a yes. I feel like there's so many different ways it can go. All I know is that this story does not end here. I need, yeah. I need yeah. like, I need to stick with it. And mm -hmm. I kind of want to understand it because right. it's a very fascinating dynamic. Mm -hmm. Most of all, I'm very happy for them. I hope everyone's happy. I'm fascinated. Yes. It's incredible uh, yeah. to have friends for 41 years. Yes. Even that, that's, that's also impressive. To keep a friend the for 41 years. The fact they've been friends for 41 years. It's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah. All right, we're going to cut for a quick commercial, and then we will be right back. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. 
Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, our next topic could be a rich debate. Jennifer Aniston recently admitted to Variety that she hates social media. She feels that the glamour of Hollywood and actual movie stars are fading as social media rises. Thoughts? She's she's not wrong. No. But is it, it then it turns into a debate of, well, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing that social media has created all these, this new era of fame and these new era celebrities where it's not, you know, you don't have that old Hollywood glamour of just, you just see them in the big pictures and they're kind of untouchable. Now celebrities, especially social media celebrities are very touchable, reachable. You can contact them, social media, you can talk to people so much. Someone said, because I was saying, you know, award shows have really evolved into something that I don't know. We just had this debate how in our office as well. People are, and and someone said, I think it's social media yeah. because you used to see these people on this big night all dressed up, and it was like getting a glimpse of a world that you right. didn't see. When the other side of an award show is, it's a very important thing in the industry in the trajectory of someone's work. It's like a James Beard nomination for a chef. It's no different. It's Everybody starts looking at you differently. You start to get different work. And it's an important catapult if you are even nominated, let alone win. So I'll never lose sight of that because I know how the industry works as an actor and a producer and a director. Like when people get nominated, it matters and it puts them in a different league with people. Mm -hmm. And whether they're able to ride that out and carry the wave for a long time is sort of up to their talents and their choices and and everything. But um, I was like, God, I never thought of how social media and award shows, like it did take out this, I I get to break through and see this world. Mm -hmm. You just see it every day now. I think even not just social media, but paparazzi phenomenon that happened 20-something, 30-something years ago. I think that was as big of a shift as social media. And it's so different now because when... mega glam. Right. And and also the conversation about who gets to go to the award shows now, it's really opened up. Like, it seems like if you're a TikToker, you get to go. And also... How are they diverse enough? Is the... Our females, and so many different types you know, of media are being celebrated too. It's not just like, hey, we have, we have movies, we have TV shows. It's I went to the podcasts, Webby Awards. There's, yeah, exactly. There's I was YouTube. So excited. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's so much, so many more mediums now that give so many more people the opportunity to walk those red yeah. carpets and to be seen. I wish there was more of a. I've never said this or thought about it before, but I <laughs> wish there was more of a. 
a mixed bag. I feel like the way everybody also like diversely diversifies how they process music and television and art and culture and sports and news like it would be fun to see something I guess in a weird way maybe like the people's choice award right, I don't right. know like <laughs> I, I would love it to not be so this is for sports this is for movies this is for that it'd be fun to celebrate a lot of different mediums yeah. and the people's choice awards show. we is, are two-time nominated people's choice awards <laughs> We have lost each time, and so two then I nominated. talk about how the award shows are rigged, Again, which I probably to be nominated I is important. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. But yeah. no, it, it's Jennifer Aniston really approaches this in such a different way. I don't think like so, so some social media. It's just not for some people. Like social media is clearly not for her. She doesn't love it. She doesn't have to love it. Right, and yeah. we she don't have to need... force her to love it. Yeah, I think people get upset when she says things like this. Like, she seems like she's kind of looking up from an ivory tower of, oh, well, I don't have all this social media is ruining Hollywood. It's like, that's how she feels about it. And we are going to continue to use gonna, social media. I'm still going to love Jennifer Aniston. And exactly. I'm still going to use social media. I'm obsessed media. with her. Always exactly. have been. Always. Since Rachel first came out mm-hmm. to oh the morning her, show and everything in between. The cover she just did was yeah, amazing. Phenomenal. Are you guys friends? I know her a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's super, like... I mean, it's I, it's so funny. I'm like, even when I'm around her, I'm like, it's Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like some people, I don't know her well enough to take like a little bit of that stigma out of it because I am such a fan of hers. I think it's amazing. I had said that sentence of like, if you get opportunity and I guess depending on your choices and your talent, like how long will you be able to carry out the longevity of a job? And she just continues to rise. It's like, it's not like she just sticks. She keeps going up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting to hear it from someone who also has been so preyed upon and throughout her career, like whether she's in a relationship or, I mean, she is a sensation in her private life as well as her public life. I'm sure she's like, why would I willingly share anything? (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting coming from her because she's seen a lot of different angles, but I just love what she's putting out. I want more of it. People are still talking about her marriage from 20 years ago Yeah, and what happened then. So it's like, I would imagine she's probably trying to keep some stuff private. Um, I will say um, the times I have hung out with her, I've had a really good time. And um, she like throws down, and she's super fun. Yeah, I could imagine. That. Yeah, like she's she's mm-hmm. she is an absolute pleasure to hang with. She seems like she would be really funny. Yeah, too. And she's like, like quick witted. Yeah, and she's yeah. like keeps it real, mm-hmm. and she's funny, and she'll say things, and yeah. you're like, oh, cool. Like, right, yeah, right. You're like, I was thinking that, but I didn't know you were going to yes. say it. Oh, right. well, yeah. you went there. Cool. Yeah. Like she's fun and yeah. groovy and real yeah. and like. Yes, witty and honest. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, she is cool enough to say, I don't need Instagram. (laughs) I'll be like, you don't need Instagram. And she's not going to get upset with the people upset with her. No. She's probably just going to keep it moving. I don't need it. I think her just being her has kept us all on a hook, so she just needs to keep uh, being her. Next story. Are you dating a man-child? Well, InStyle has a checklist for you so that you can be sure. I need a checklist. I'm really into this. (laughs) Here is the list. Some signs. His home is a mess. He always has an excuse. Constant financial problems. He can't handle criticism. And get this one. 
He uses weaponized incompetence to get you to do things for him. Oh, that old helpless act. <laughs> um, you know, like literally acting like he can't do something. So you end up just getting so tired that you do it yourself. Thoughts, man, child. Yeah, this is very funny. And it's a funny list because when you think of all those qualities in one person, it's like, who's dating that Who's mm-hmm. dating that guy? If they have all they, of those. But exist. I think I think a lot, I think a lot of guys have a lot of those individually. Like maybe not the full man child package, but there were some of those where you're like, no, yeah, I've uh, I've I've definitely dealt with that, but not all of them. So how bad right. is it? But you know, it's like classic dating a mama's boy or dating mm-hmm. a man. Like it's very also hot similar. guys can be. Yeah. You know, they can get away with some stuff. I yeah. like you're so attracted to them that you have some horse blinders mm-hmm. on yeah. to certain behaviors because you're goo goo yeah. gaga giddy for them. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to end up feeling like their mom. Like, because then no. all of a sudden you don't you don't want to have sex with them after that. Well, that is the interesting <laughs> yeah. point, and you hit on it because there is research emerging that when you are dating a man-child, in air quotes, your sexual desire lowers for him. The man-child phenomenon, or perceiving a partner as dependent, describes the blurring of the roles between a partner and a child. Yeah. See? Yeah. And I think How a, do you I know sometimes this? a very caretaking—if you, you have a very caretaking quality about you, you get caught doing that, and you don't even realize. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, I'll do cute, this, I'll do that. Funny. Then you read that list, and you go, uh-oh. Right. <laughs> And sometimes they may even, like, have a job that's actually really exciting and enticing. Yeah. But somehow still they're kind of coddled and, you know, more immature in their personal life. So there can be some things that also you're like, I'm attracted to them. They have a great job. Like... You know, sometimes he's funny you think, and he makes you think me laugh. It's sweet and, too. Yeah, and right. then you're yeah. like, oh, he needs yeah, me. Right. Yeah. And you want to be needed. But I, and all of a sudden you're in that yeah, dynamic. Yeah. I think it all all it takes though is being grossed out by something one time or more than one time. You hate, you the, ter- you hate the you term get, getting the ick. Uh, yeah, but, but that's what it is. Like yeah. you get the ick and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm not your mom. Like then it clicks for you where you're like, I've been acting. I like, like this. Your mom. This is very healthy that because, you have this mom meter. Yeah, that right. can work for yes. you. Yes, because <laughs> I have no gripes with my boyfriend now. He's great. Like I, I think he's an angel, and I, I've not grossed out by him in any way, shape, or form. No icks yet. No, no. How long have you been together? Um, I would say like. We started dating in, like, January. Okay, great. But we live together now. Oh. So, and it's been, like, we coexist very well, I would say. That's wonderful it, to It's hear. lovely. I have no gripes with him. Of course, you, like, get into, you know, you bicker sometimes about little things. But the bicker sense. I'm not grossed out by him by any means or his living habits. No icks yet. No. Yes. But I do feel like. N-I-Y. <laughs> I do feel like you could, it could happen. And then once you get that, well, it's really hard to come back keep from. Keep him on his toes, I guess, <laughs> to say, like, if you do these things, I'm going to get the yes. X. So please mm-hmm. don't. Oh, he knows that. Yeah. Like, your I crap made that around clear, like, or don't If contribute. you do these things and I start feeling like I'm your mom, I'm out. I love this. <laughs> self, that's self-awareness. Yeah. That's, yeah. like, and again, a, a, a boundary. This is, I know this about myself. This won't work for me. Like, these are all the things I've learned through parenting that have come to apply in wonderful areas of my other life. I'm mm-hmm. like, it is just a matter yeah. of self-awareness and yes. knowing what works for you yeah. and what doesn't, which, again, is not selfish. It is 
literally like a f- much more fun survival mm. mechanism. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's always the not knowing there's, and being yeah. lost and kind mm. of hot, lost in the sauce all the time. <laughs> and, 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 and if you're so like sick of that. open, like, hey, I don't like, like, like I said, where I'm like, hey, if you start doing this, I'm out. If you get those things out there, then they're probably, if they really love you and care about you, they're probably going to stay away from from doing those and things. And setting up a boundary. Yes. <laughs> I know I've been living with my boyfriend for a year and a half. And during the pandemic, we kind of coexisted as well because we just locked down in the same place. Like, I know that I have some annoying habits that I'm like, I still haven't kicked those annoying mm-hmm. habits. So I'm not going to kick him too much for his annoying habits because I'm and whether that's like I'm a serial, I come home or I'm on a trip or I, I, I leave my clothes on the floor. Like I just I can't help it. Sometimes it takes me five days to unpack my suitcase. Like I know it can get to be I'll, that 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 ominous chair in the room where the clothes yeah. pile up. That's me. And so when he that's what the bedroom chair yes. is for. when he leaves when he leaves the wet towels all over the apartment instead of hanging them up which you know makes me like the steam come out of my ears I'm like okay but I still have that giant pile on the chair so mm-hmm. I'm gonna say once again you know maybe pick up those towels but maybe you, you know, can so ask him like does the suitcase bother you and if he's like no you yeah. can say well find out what does and then let me talk to you about yeah. your towels <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly tell me let's something that bothers right. Right. let's make a deal here yeah. <laughs> because also picking your battles and setting up boundaries or learning as yeah. you're on mm-hmm. the job also which is okay and happens yeah. like if you speak your truths, you won't let it fester and steam and blow yeah. up into like some avalanche of a resentment yep. when you could have just said six months prior, you know yeah. what? Your wet towels, there's something about it that's, yep. I don't know. Because don't then have- the wet towel fight turns into a fight about something totally yes. different. Yes, yes. And you're making it like it's about the wet towels, but it's just not. You could yeah. say, every time you clean up your wet towel, I'll put on a wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That would work. <laughs> There's always, by the way, it works yeah. with everybody. Yeah. It's called incentives. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut for a quick commercial, and then we will be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome back. Uh, you guys brought our last story, actually, yes. and I don't even know what it is, so I'm going to get surprised right now. I'm very excited. Okay. Yes. So this has been a topic that's been talked about on TikTok for the past couple of weeks. Lily Rose Depp did an interview um, about two weeks ago where she was asked about, you know, nepotism and being a nepotism baby and 
does she think it's There's this new term like not as not that it's a new term but nepo baby has, has been, been used everywhere. people are using it a lot more and so she was asked how she feels about being put into that category um and she kind of compared it to like you know just because somebody's parent was a doctor and then they become a doctor people don't talk about it like that mm-hmm. you know so people didn't quite agree with that analogy right because being an actor or a model. Because there's like medical studies right. and mm-hmm. school involved yeah. or the profession is taken more seriously. Yes. But we would love your thoughts on that because, mm. of course, you come from a long line of I do. Hollywood they were all and- far dead before yes. I was in the game. <laughs> uh, there was nobody opening yes. a door for me. Unfortunately, I, I'm sure I would have – I don't know if I would have taken it or not. But I, I, I think there's a lot of – children of right now too out in the wild it's very it sounds silly to say but it's like very in like everybody really cares about Um, these famous kids i have met lily rose depp only via zoom she was an early guest on this show um and i will always feel so humbly indebted to anyone who came on this show it's like we weren't a success we were upstart in a pandemic and our ratings are good now. They weren't great then. Um, and I just felt very grateful for anyone who would take the time, like, to come here. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, there was no assumptions. I always felt like no one's ever going to come <laughs> and be on this show. So we'll have to find other ways to make it. And so when anybody did, I felt very, very grateful. The thing that really blew my mind about her was how articulate elegant, eloquent, mature, independent, and wise she was. She didn't feel the need to discuss her parents. She wanted to do things on her own merit. She wasn't talking about her family. Um, She actually wanted to be quite discreet about it and keep it all about her Mm -hmm. um, in a way that felt... I think that nepotism is not a bad thing. It can be very celebratory. Yeah. Look, these are my parents. This is my family. Yeah, yeah. This is the group of from which I come mm-hmm. from. Yeah. And look at what they've done. So I think it really... And if a door opens for you, and if you can are not up to that ask, or you are not competent or talented enough to fulfill the, the after you go through the door, you'll you'll find out pretty quickly. And it just feels like um, the, the, the label's been thrown around a lot. And now these Nepo babies are continuing to be asked about it. And now I feel like everybody's getting a little defensive. It's like, well, I'm I'm working. I see but people why. are like people are like, just acknowledge the the your parents. But it, then it's like they're they don't feel like they need to do that. I, I think it's out of like an I I mean, I I there are probably some that have it for an I wanna make it on my own. I don't right. wanna ride the coattails of. I may come from these people, but I don't need to talk about them all the time in order to further my own success or career. Um, Lily Rose Depp was so incredibly discreet. Yeah. She just wanted, she was very open to talking about things. Um, But I really got the impression that she was a very independent person who was proud of where she comes from, but didn't want to make that the centerpiece to her own ladder or success. She wanted to do it on her own. So whatever doors were opened, she is not bragging or utilizing. I feel like she has been also at it for like a decade right. now. 
you know, whether it's like starting on a Chanel runway to making multiple movies and sustaining and still being out there, I don't think that has anything to do with her parents anymore. That's right. all for her. And maybe it's important sometimes for people to also keep their situation private and sacred, and that's their choice. If you are someone else and you take a totally different tone, you're like, this is my mom and I love her. And like, I'm out on red carpets with her. Like, look at Goldie Hawn and Kate Hudson. Right. Mm -hmm. They're like the greatest love story ever. And you don't ever question that. Mm -hmm. And you're not calling her a Nepo baby. Yeah. Like, because is it because there's longevity there? Do they embrace it publicly so it takes the stigma out of it? I think it's rather belittling and demeaning to people to remind them that they have an open door due to their family and make them feel like right. they're not worthy of being there. And that was going to be my follow-up to you. I do you like think that it's being asked too much to these kids who are getting these opportunities where now, like every interview they do, they're being asked about being a Nepo baby or Which is using probably the why they start building up walls. Yeah. And, you know, not wanting to open themselves up to that conversation. Mm -hmm. Or, again, some people are very upfront about it. Like, yeah. I love my mom and I love my dad and this is awesome. And so I think it's that person's comfort level. It's that person's journey. Um, I would say ask yourself how you would feel if you thought that your work, having the credit right. be given to someone else or that you had doors open. It probably wouldn't feel great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe you you might have some more self-awareness that you're starting out by putting people on the defense. And I don't know what kind of interview or conversation you think you're going to have after that, but unless you're in a gotcha state of mind, that's not what you want for right. your life. It's not the energy you want. Why have that kind of weird pissy energy? Um, just respect who wants to absolutely be proud of who and where they come from and those who want to keep it private. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's probably that much different now than it was back in the day. We just didn't have social media right. and reminders. But there are lots of people who come from famous families and went on to like have careers. But we didn't experience it in this way. We Social media has changed our perception of the amount of things that occur right. and, and what people have access to and, and everybody feels like they have an opinion to everything. Like, I think that's where people go wrong when they talk about this. It's like just because they had a door open for them doesn't mean that person's not talented or can't do what they're doing. It just means that maybe they got to the front of the line a little bit faster. I, you know, I think I, I remember like, when I was a kid in the 70s and I had that last name Barrymore and I I am sure yeah. it raised an eyebrow. You know, my family was long gone at that point. They hadn't really been around in 20 or 30 years. Um, so it was sort of a, from the past. Um, but my family was, you know, they were called the royal family. They were yeah. a very a big part of the industry and going from silent films to talkies. So I've really not thought about it because I remember my mom always saying like, it didn't open any doors for us. And she was a single mom taking me on auditions, a lot of rejection, a lot of filet <laughs> of fishes. Um, 
and I started working when I was 11 months old. And and maybe maybe it was my name also a little bit and who my dad was and the family he was connected to. She wanted to be an actress. She was working. Um, she was doing jobs. Maybe something about you know the genetics and the alchemy gave her ideas that might not have been there otherwise right. or aspirations. Maybe she thought like the name could open up the door for us. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if she did or maybe she felt a responsibility to carry out the legacy. Whatever it is, I'm so grateful. I wouldn't change a thing about my life. I feel a total responsibility to keep my family's name on the up and up. Yeah. I want to honor that legacy. I'm one of the last ones that it, 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 we, you know, we don't have that many people furthering our genetic legacy. So just imagine if somebody was making you feel inept because of who your family is. I don't care where you're from or who you are. That's not going to feel good. Yeah. And you're just going to put that person in an inferior defense mode. So I don't know what you think you're going to get out of that. Right, mm -hmm. right, um, right. But um, so yeah. having just met her once, I was swept away yeah. at what a mature, beautiful, lovely person she was. I was really taken by her. Um, I think she has that thing, which is also something people need credit for. Wherever you come from, whoever you are, if you have that spark, that's the gift. Mm -hmm, yeah. And I think she has that spark. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 the hard work and it's almost back to the social media conversation of those kids immediately being on social media gains a lot of following because they're like, oh, well, this is the kid of blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Yep. And so they, without even right. really asking, they've got hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers, doors open for them and just because of Aniston, that. Jennifer Aniston, who doesn't want to be on social <laughs> media, how many millions of people follow her? Oh, it happened mm. in two seconds. Yeah. Like, I mean, she created I her, say it's like 40. Yeah, she right. created her Instagram to promote her hair products, her hair uh, products. Lola V. Lola V. Mm -hmm. And 40? 41. 41. And she like got, she had a million followers within maybe yeah. minutes. And, yep. and nobody's unfollowing her. Yeah. After what she said. They're I like, follow her. Yeah. I actually think she's lovely on social yeah. media. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she overposts. Yeah. I think she... She just doesn't like it. But in a weird way, it's kind of like dating apps. It's like you cannot fight City Hall. Yeah. This is the way of the world. Everybody's proceeding accordingly. So just yep. take the stick out of your butt and just live <laughs> yeah. and let live, man. Yeah. yeah. Live and let live. Definitely. I love it. <laughs> I don't know if that answers your question, yeah. but it was a long-winded winding <laughs> road so. to just be kind and imagine if it was you, mm -hmm. how you would feel. And it is the way and the phenomenon of the current modern world that we live in. But yeah. here we are doing a podcast. Yeah. Here we You've are. you made me think about it in a different way because yes. we've been talking about it and I think I was quick to be judgmental about it and I'm kind of putting myself more in those shoes and not that I fully lived that because it wasn't with wasn't with fame but I, there's always a little bit where people are like oh well she got that because of xyz because yeah. of what happened or yeah. where she grew up or who she is or who her family is or whatever yeah where so, you were working the dynamics yeah, yeah. x yeah. the yeah. lila disease yeah. whatever yeah, exactly. the alphabet goes it's a fresh yes. good nice way Insightful. to think about it yeah also you know everybody is 
just trying to figure out their stuff. You know, we're all wobbly calves, works in progress, trying to figure it out. I bet most of those people aren't comfortable in their skin. And it's awkward, yeah. you know. I grew up in front of everyone, but I never thought about it because I thought that would lead to an unhealthy ego. But the rawness and the vulnerability I really got. But I also saw that every kid in school was going through that. And people in a small town, anywhere. Like the human yeah. experience is raw and vulnerable. So just remember that, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. And everyone's just trying to figure it out. Yep. Um, and believe me, some people go out there with so much bravado that I'm like blown away. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, okay, you just, all right, you shot out of a cannon. Good for you. But it's just been so much fun talking to you guys. Like, thank you for doing the podcast. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. I it really has been a pleasure. Like a total imposter coming into this world because I came in late and there are plenty of podcasts. Um, I was excited for our angle that we would have the anchor of stories. I always mm -hmm. want to hear news. Like, I loved Bill Maher's New Rules. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. 15 years ago, I would listen to it on some Audible platform and I would giggle on the subway and I just – love anything pop culture yeah. and current and debatable or interesting news. So I was excited. That was what made me feel comfortable going into it. Like we could share stories and opinions, mm -hmm. yeah. but to be with you guys who really started at the beginning and I'm I'm really honored to do this with you well, guys. Well, it's, it's awesome. And I just want to say it's very cool that you entered the podcast space and celebrate other podcast because 100%. you definitely like, could you guys were here like, early you, you've you're had people you on are drew barrymore you could have so many guests yeah and you, i always to think choose no to have some <laughs> no, girls gotta eat you've had on true, we, to love them, love them. we love them to so have much. other podcasts i think is so cool and Thank it's you. very like seeing people like i said in our right. space who we are friendly with being like wow we get we're getting to go on Drew Barrymore's mm -hmm. podcast. And we told like, everyone so we were coming here. That's cool. exactly how I feel about you. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. I would like to learn and experience this with people who were early to this space and found their way with it and made it a success for other people to have that opportunity. Yeah. So thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, you so much. Seriously. Ladies. <laughs> All right. Well, follow the Drew's News podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like, you know, you can just tell someone <laughs> or share it. Maybe you're texting with someone and you could say like, oh, you have that long drive. Definitely like listen to people talking or you could say, oh, the regular news, you know, is is really hard to get through and you need like a heaping scoop of ice cream on top of it. Well, then that's what we're here for. Yes. It's like and, listening to your friends. Yeah. And if you just want to hear something happening in the world that – you know, uh, interests you, I guess that's an opportunity. Maybe you need to get so distracted on the treadmill so you can run that <laughs> extra 10 miles and make the time fly by. Well, gosh, I really hope we can facilitate that <laughs> yeah. for you. And you eat that big scoop of ice cream. I guess you're going to have to go on that treadmill. And get that hot dog. Yeah, and by the <laughs> way, get that hot dog. Yes. If you want to eat a hot dog, and listen to something while you're eating. And I I, I should listen to this kind of news yeah. when yep. I'm something eating. Something's easy to digest. Yes, yes. I give myself acid <laughs> reflux. Yeah. I'm, this is not good. No. Um, so, yeah, this is a great accompaniment to fatty foods. A hot dog, a corn dog. A filet of fish. Yes. yes. Anything McDonald's. Yeah, anything comforting <laughs> and delicious. Pizza. Um, 
pizza. I'm going to eat pizza tonight yep. Yep. and a hot dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you Thank so you. much. Yay! Hey, Prime members. You can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Hi, I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And we want to tell you about Calm the F*** Down, a guided meditation series from the Oversharing Podcast. This is something we've been planning for a long time. It's our most requested segment from the podcast. And these meditations are going to be between five and 10 minutes. They're going to be super quick because we don't have a lot of time. You're going to be so surprised how five to 10 minutes of really thoughtful meditations can transform your whole life. In addition to the first four meditations available at launch, we'll be doing two new meditations every single month. Plus, for the fans of Oversharing Podcast out there, you'll also get ad-free versions of every episode of the Oversharing Podcast. So if somebody wants to become a subscriber, how do they join? It's so easy. You just go to subscribe.betches.com and sign up now for only $4.99 a month. Or you can lock in our discounted rate if you sign up for the whole year. That's subscribe.betches.com. Or if you're in the Apple Podcast app, you can just hit the subscribe button now and sign up in the app. It's as easy as that.